several monsters enter, but only one can remain. The winner of the Netflix and Kill Monster Madness. Will there be blood? Oh, yes. There oh, will be blood. yeah. And in Monster Madness, everyone will hear you scream for the contestant you most want to emerge on top of this pile of arms and legs and hair and teeth and claws gnashing and clawing their way to the top of this monster pyramid. So get your popcorn ready, get your faces set for stunned, and let's monster mash, ladies and gentlemen, and others, and all creatures of the night, beware. Okay, honestly, that was amazing. Podcast <laughs> over. That was the best thing we ever. We didn't even sign them off. You did. You, you won. won. Aww, <laughs> thank you. Yes. Oh, I'm so hyped. Welcome back to Netflix and Kill. This is part two of Monster Madness, where we decide who is the Netflix and Kill monster champion. Woo! If you hear scratching, it's because uh, Oatmeal the cat really wants out. So yeah. Black Phillip's trying to get in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we brought the sound effects with us. Yes. yes we did. We sure All did. right. So last off, we left our monsters. Uh, it was between the remaining contestants are Jeffrey Combs and Bevins from Would You Rather, Jigsaw from Saw, Angela from Sweet Sleepaway Camp, The Strangers from The Strangers, the Colt from The Invitation, the Bird Box Thing from Bird Box, Black Phillip from The Vavitch, The Meat Man from The Midnight Meat Train, Peer Pressure from uh, Raw, Jotun, Jotun, am I saying that yeah. right? Jotun from, what's it the called? Ritual. The Ritual. Yeah. And Cenobites from Hellraiser. Yep. All so right. Now we're on to round two. Okay, so round one. Marty, you want to announce? Okay, um, well, I'm not really sure how this one's going to work because it's a three way basically. No, 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 no. Cenobites no. automatically. Oh, okay. okay, 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 okay. Cenobites. Yeah, they might dawn. Yeah, we had a, an odd one out and we decided the Cenobites should move on because they're iconic. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it is. Uh, like Lost Boys and Hellraiser, I would argue, are the most iconic movies on this list. Yeah. Yeah. Alright, um, so our first one is, uh, Peer Pressure from Raw versus the, uh, Jotun from Ritual. We have one that makes people love them, the other makes people love them. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Okay, so who wants to argue these? Well, I want to argue for the Ritual this time, or do you want to flip a coin? I'm okay with arguing for peer pressure. Okay. But we can flip a coin to see who goes first. Alright. Sounds good. Alright. Heads or tails, Marty? Tails. Heads. Ooh. Gryla. Okay, well... You need to pick. I'm gonna just start out, I guess. Okay. Alright. Ready? Not gonna lie, I feel like the odds are stacked against me. Alright, monsters to your corners and three, two, one, rumble. Alright, so... This is a hard one, because peer pressure is not a very tangible thing, but I would argue that it affects everyone. Even the Jotun, you know, maybe she's sensitive. <laughs> we don't ever see any other monsters in her movie. Um, maybe there's a reason for that, you know? Maybe she just can't 
handle being around the other monsters, knowing that they're looking at her antlers and her face, and, and she doesn't have as big of a cult as some of the other cults that we've talked about on this show, so I think the Jotun is very sensitive. And that's part of her appeal, you know, but, but she can't be around peer pressure, that's why she isolates herself. So, mm. that's what I've got. <laughs> All right. Um, what? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> well, the, the Yoten, she, she could, can be a sensitive soul, but, like, you know, there's probably a reason that there's no other monsters around. It's probably because she killed them. Honestly. <laughs> Um, she, she has a whole bunch of people worshipping her and, like, living forever because they, she gives them life and, and, like, makes them, like, worship her because of this eternal life that she gives them and she messes with people's heads and, like, you know, she's basically peer pressure, only she's tangible and awesome looking and, uh, she, like, basically does all the things that the peer pressure of Ra does, only, you know, she also makes people immortal. Um, and, you know, so, there's that. You can't be affected by peer pressures if all your peers are dead. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so there's my, that's my argument. All right. I really don't have a rebuttal, so. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I think, um, Yoten wins. Yeah, honestly, it was hard because I was rooting for her. <laughs> it's hard. It's hard to argue that. I wasn't Good job, I laughed for a solid like ten seconds because I didn't know what I was gonna say. <laughs> That's totally cool though. All right, winner of round one is Yoten. Ding 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 ding. ding. Peer pressure is out. All right. Wanna say who's next? Alright, next up we have the Meat Man from the Midnight Meat Train versus Black Phillip from The Witch. Um, the villain from the worst movie we've talked about versus the villain from the best movie we've talked <laughs> <Damn>. about. <laughs> I, wa I do want to get in on this one. Okay. okay. I can sit out. I can I can judge for this one. Okay, cool. All right. um, I can do the Meat Man again if you want. Because <laughs> I feel like I don't want to take the Vavitch away from you. Oh, it's okay. I, I, I have the ability to argue for anything okay then let's no. just flip the coin all, all right. right um heads uh, here Marty, you flip it. i'll do it okay who wants to okay uh, hannah heads or tails heads that's tails all right well i let's just go with our original plan you can do the meat man i'll do black philip all right um, all right and do you want to go first or last i'll let you go first shit right. okay so God. hmm let me think this through so the meat man likes a few things. I'm gonna talk my way through this, and maybe I'll find my argument along the way. It's meat. <laughs> One of them is he likes cutting up people and putting them in subways to feed to his lizard army, and he also likes anal. So. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, now are we talking about Bradley Cooper as the meat man, or the other meat man, or just the concept of the meat man? Since Bradley Cooper does become... I would say the concept, and, like, since Bradley okay. Cooper has become absorbed into the meat man, that part was absorbed into the mythology. Okay. Um, <laughs> so, well, the thing is, like, you can't... It, it's hard to... The Black Phillip is a corrupting influence, but he doesn't really... It's hard to corrupt something that is corruption in and of itself, because, like, I think 
the idea of the train is that, like, it'll absorb whoever finds its personality into it. So, Black Phillip, there's nothing really to tempt with the meat man because there's nothing really there. He's just a boring piece of man who wants to kill people and put them on his train. He's essentially, like, one of those, like, automatic cars at the airport that, like, delivers cargo. It's like, you can't distract that thing because there's nobody in there. Um, But yeah, I'm using his lack of personality and lack of interest and characteristics as something that would aid him in this fight, in that Black Phillip has nothing to influence or seduce. Alright. That's definitely a solid argument. Um, my rebuttal to that is, so the meat man, one of his defining characteristics and the reason he does what he does is because he serves the lizard people. Black Phillip serves no master. Black Phillip is the master. And in fact, he recruits other people to serve him. Mm-hmm. So already there's like a power imbalance there. And while... You're right that it would be hard to tempt the meat man because there is very little there personality wise to mm-hmm. tempt him with. I'm sure Black Phillip could find something, you know? I mean, a nice asshole to lick. Oh Maybe that's God. what it promised him. Well, that like um, the taste of asshole. Like to live deliciously. Metaphorically, of course. <laughs> um, and at the end of the day, if if he can't win over the meat man, then he'll just kill him. He didn't have a problem killing, you know, other people who stood in his way, like William or... But didn't... How did William kill him? Black Phillip killed him as yeah, a goat. Black Phillip, as a goat. Yeah, yeah. Black Phillip basically, like, rammed into him, stabbed him with his horns, and then threw him into a bunch of logs. Oh, okay, gotcha. I would even say Black Phillip could beat the lizard people, too. Because if you think about a goat versus a lizard... I think yeah, the goat's gonna come out on top. Swarm of lizards, though. Like they'd outnumber him, though. But he has his coven of witches. He has his coven of witches, but I've never seen them do any like real damage. They just fly around and laugh, they which is good for like. Ate a baby. <laughs> yeah, but that's a fucking baby. These are lizard people. They There's got arms also, and shit. Like, implied molestation <laughs> of a twelve-year-old boy. They, that's a twelve-year-old boy. Also, These are lizard people. But they also. They don't go to elementary <laughs> school. The witches. They don't go on Tumblr and bully me. <laughs> these are 12 year old boys these are lizard people they have no social media presence they have nothing to lose but the witches can move inhumanly fast apparently because they did like steal that baby in the blink of an eye so I think they've definitely got some real power they can fly I mean that's pretty cool but if the meat man is the only thing keeping these lizard people from like overwhelming society that makes the meat man even more powerful in my eyes though and more strong uh, force against corruption is fighting against corruption though? No, he's nothing. He is a <laughs> he's wall. Not... He is the. It's like saying, "Wow, look at that wall we built." I'm. It's a hero. I'm so proud of it. Let's <laughs> give him a medal. Nah, it's a fucking wall. <laughs> well done. A fucking wall. Well, I'll just say, Black Philip destroys all walls. <laughs> he knows no bounds. He knows no limits. Yeah. Black Philip is king. All right, that's that's, that's uh, pretty good, Marty. Who won? Um. See, the thing is, either way, I'll be happy because, like, The Witch is a better movie and I like Black Phillip, but Meat Man's so fucking stupid that if he wins, I'd love it just for the meme. <laughs> right? <laughs> uh, I honestly think that Black Phillip would be better up against the Meat Man based on, you know, 
Because we are, it is the Meat Man versus Black Phillip, not like Blizzard People versus Black Phillip. So like, I think up against Black Phillip that the Lizard, the, not the Lizard Man, the Meat Man would just not stand a chance. Why? Explain yourself! Because he's a goat. That he's makes also, me think the Meat Man would win! Black Phillip's also the Satan. Yeah, he's so, Satan, but like... Versus a goat. Yeah, well, yeah, even yeah, in the movie, thing, the man loses to the goat, though. Well, then we got a meat man. He's a, he's not a well, man. He's a meat man. The only other thing I can argue is that the the meat man is only there because like he was basically tricked into it, as we can see the, by the end of the movie with Bradley Cooper's character. And so, if any, if anyone could like give him a way out, it would be Black Philip into tempting him to give him his voice back to like. Okay, yeah. so there you got me. There, yeah. there I'm agreeing. But like, so it, like get him away from I feel the like in a people. fight. But yeah, there, there, you got yeah. me there. You got me there. I admit mm. defeat. I admit defeat. <laughs> Sorry, just the, imagining a man versus a goat, and they're like, "Oh yeah, that goat's gonna kick his ass." <laughs> if it's Black Phillip, he would. Fair enough. Okay, Black Phillip for the win. Meat Man is down. Well done. <laughs> I don't know why my first thing was. Because he's a goat. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I don't know I how. That's I, what set me off. Yeah, I'm sorry. it's like I don't know how I ended up using that argument too. But I guess like it wouldn't make sense except for the fact that he does kill someone as a goat, which like, not saying that that would happen all the time, but it does happen in that universe. Mm-hmm. He's apparently a really powerful goat. All right. So next up is the cult from the invitation versus the bird box thing from Bird Box. Ooh. Marty, do you want to take this one with me? Yeah, I'll take this one with you. I want to argue for the bird box. All right. I'm happy to argue for the cult. Call it, Kyla. Tails. Tails. Oh, cool. Um, I'll just go ahead and start. Okay, so... Hmm. This is difficult. Because, again, it's like I'm arguing against a, a very intangible being. Mm-hmm. I guess, like, my argument is just that the cult has clear motives and the thing from Bird Box doesn't, so I think the Mm -hmm. cult could get its job done faster. Mm -hmm. Because here's the thing, they both want to bring about some sort of chaos or apocalypse or or whatever, Mm -hmm. Um, but the thing from Bird Box, it always just struck me more as, like, it's just kind of there and doesn't really mean to make people kill themselves, it's just a side effect. Because we never really know what it wants or anything about it. Versus, mm-hmm. like, the cult, they state their objective. We're here to make people join us or die. And are pretty successful at that. So I think, like, just having a goal will help them win faster. Because yeah. I think both of these sides are going to come out pretty victorious. They're both pretty strong. But, like, the cult's going to get there faster. So yeah. that's my argument. Um, well, my argument is that the bird box thing, um, is, you know, if if it's something that you lay your eyes on, then, uh, it'll just sway you to whatever it wants instead of, like, what your main goal would be. So, like, um, and considering how many people are in the cult, it would take uh, quite a few people, just based on the fact that, like, it, it, it's a an entity based like in the beginning of the movie they take a whole bunch of people just because they like see it and like you know it's sandra bullock's sister who crashes a car and like 
a million other people who, like, try to kill themselves. Um, and then, so, like, it would just wipe out numbers just seeing it. So, like, you know, all of Los Angeles is basically dwindling away at this moment. <laughs> um, yeah, but what does that have to do with these movies? for a second or it'll basically like get you and like turn you into like a suicide bomber of sorts <laughs> because you know that guy he saw it and then he like you know pretended like he needed help and then like as soon as he got in he was like basically telling everyone they should kill themselves and then like tried to kill everyone in the house along with himself so you know uh, it's it's one of those things where, like, the people of the cult would have to be, like, you know, very, like, strict and, like, follow their, the rules of, like, the, the entity in order to survive it, you know? Yeah. That's, that's my argument. <laughs> yeah, no, that's definitely a fair point. It would require some, like, really good communication skills on the part of the cult. Mm -hmm. Like, I do believe that, I guess the best solution would just to have everybody who joins this cult remove their eyes or, like, like, I know that's extreme, but mm -hmm. if, I think if they told their followers, like, hey, just, you know, stab your eyes, um, then I think their followers would do it. But that does take a lot of communication to get the word out. Mm -hmm. So that's, you know, there's a way, there's ways around it. There's definitely ways to survive this bird box thing. And then again, like, once your eyes are gone, then, like, it can't really do anything to you. Um, but it would take good communication. So we have to ask mm -hmm. ourselves, okay, is the cult effective at communicating? I would say they are. I mean, at the end of the movie, they've clearly established this huge network. Mm -hmm. But it would take some work. Yeah. All right, we decided? Yeah. All right, so I think I'm going to have to go with the bird box just because the entity would force the cult to play by its rules and that automatically gives it an advantage because the rules mm -hmm. are kind of designed to give them power over anyone else. The most they can do is like try to scramble and get around it, but I think that head start would give the bird box thing and the fact that a lot of its followers would have to be swayed over to the bird box thing, like it would just be a casualty that would eventually happen. I think I'd have to give it to the bird box entity. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That, yeah, that, that's just a hard it's a hard one to thing argue, to fight. and I, yeah. I, I kind of agree with you guys. I think the bird box thing sure would take it. I'm gonna call it the bird box bitch. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah, I can't remember if it has an act. I feel like there's something that they called it, but I can't remember what they call it. Yeah, I don't it's like the Alright, next up we got the strangers versus Angela. Ooh. I can Ooh. I can get involved with this one. I'm definitely getting involved with this one. Oh yeah. One yes. way or the other. I'm <laughs> yeah. banging on Jeff the and board. Jigsaw, yeah. Okay. So and, and I think me and Marty can take this one again. Sure. We've both yeah. seen both of these movies. I'll I'll stock up on sass. Alright. Awesome. Alright. Uh Marty, call it. Uh Tails. 
as always. So, alright, you have to decide um, who you'd fight for. You go first. Dang. Um, I'm gonna go with Angela, okay. um, and I'm gonna Glass. Okay. Cool. Alright. So, I think the Strangers would win simply because there's more of them. Um, I mean, this one's kind of, like, you know, they're both sides are human. Um, both sides are very ruthless. But I think just having numbers helps the strangers. And then they clearly, like, use that to their advantage. I mean, they tag team the people that they attack. There doesn't, they seem to work very effectively together. There's not any, like, infighting among them Mm -hmm. that could be used against them. And so I think, like, you know, they know what they want, and they can work together to achieve it. Mm-hmm. Is that your argument? Yeah. Okay. Well, um, I'm, I'm, I think Angela would win, basically, um, because I'm imagining a Home Alone situation with oh. this. Um, Angela, her, her way of fighting and killing people is to sneak up on them when they don't expect it, and to kill them mercilessly and, uh, without a noise or any kind of remorse. Um, so if, um, if anything, like, I, <laughs> oh, I'm escaping again, um, but if, if anything, like, I think Angela, I almost said oatmeal, <laughs> <laughs> oatmeal would win, oh yeah, oatmeal would win, um, but <laughs> if anything, I think, I think Angela would be smart enough to find a way to hide in the house until the right time, and, um, basically like kind of pick them off one by one as they're trying to find her hmm Mm -hmm. i can definitely see that i guess like a lot of this depends on context too like where this is taking place i mean i'm assuming it's like the strangers have broken into her house in which case i'm assuming they have a plan Mm -hmm. because like if this were happening say at the summer camp and the strangers were just chilling and they're not like expecting a fight to go down Mm -hmm. then i think angela would definitely stand a better chance because she can have time to plan and sneak up on them. But if they're the ones who have already made the plan, then I think they know how to work together well. And I think surely they, because they've clearly done this before, surely they can anticipate one of their victims hiding or putting up a fight. I mean, that's kind of a given when you're going into someone's house. So, Mm -hmm. And I think like in their movie, they're able to take down two grown adults. So I think that a teenage girl wouldn't, be super difficult to them not saying that teenage girls can't be badass because like (laughs) they can be but you know these these people have experience Mm -hmm. doing what they're doing so i think they would have planned for her to put up at least a little bit of a fight yeah um i i don't know i still i still think that angela would be able to put up a fight just because like you know even even though like you you don't see her up against like anyone quite as serious as the strangers in sleepaway camp you know i i feel like she does put up a fight especially like when she needs to um there the the scene where um you know she's being dragged into the water um by the teenage girls that like just really hate her for no reason other than that she's really quiet and doesn't want to talk to them um i you know she they they pick her up and she like starts like kicking and screaming and like you know making sure that like she's not gonna get in the water and um 
Like, so I, I think she's able to, to put up a fight, um, just that her advantage is more, um, when she's, you know, unexpected. Um, but that, that doesn't mean that she wouldn't put up a fight otherwise, um, up against people that are, like, you know, right in her face. All right, I think that's a pretty fair argument. I, the very last thing I'll add is that she does still get thrown into the water, though. That's yeah. what I was thinking. <laughs> yeah. But, but that wraps up. Yeah. Oh, dude, this one's difficult because, one, this would be a badass movie. Like, I've always loved the concept of, and I know there's a couple movies about this, where uh, strangers invade a home and then the person's, like, a serial killer and you're like, whoops. Um, Kevin McAllister. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> But I do think Angela would take down a couple of them. Oh, man. I don't know. This is difficult. Because it depends on how much prep time Angela, I think, is given. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But she's also really very resourceful. Like, she kills people with a lot of different things. Mm-hmm. Um, and it would be a long-ass movie because they'd all be sneaking around and a yeah. sort of going over. Where they at, motherfuckers? Oh, Jesus. I think... Oh, because here's the thing. Angela's like a force of chaos that just shows up when you least expect it, but so are the strangers. And the fact that they both thrive on chaos makes it confusing because order will always lose, but they're both chaos. Ugh. I do think I am... Mm, have, mm, for some reason, my gut is just telling me Angela would win. That's fair. I, I kind of like this just because I want to see how she does... I'm surprised that she made it this far. Yeah, I do too. So, and like, Final I just... Girl. Fine, yeah, go. I just like her, so my vote would go there, too. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, realistically, it might be The Strangers, but I just like Angela. And and maybe that counts for something, right? Maybe being able to have the audience root for you. Because mm-hmm. this is a horror movie, so they have different rules, yeah. you know, given the tropes of the media. So maybe, like, being able to have the audience root for you is, is in a way, a superpower. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I don't know, but I, I, I can I can get behind that. I don't know why. My gut's just telling me that she she's going to move on. Like, honestly, I don't know. Here's the thing. Are we going with guts or realism? Realism, we're going with the strangers. Guts, Angela. Well, this is horror, so let's say guts, because guts yeah. are plentiful in horror. Yeah. 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 All right, Okay. <laughs> now it's the one we've been we waiting for. fucking around now. So we have Jeffrey Combs and Benjamins from Would You Rather and Jigsaw from the Saw <laughs> I think Did we can you pay your library fees this week? <laughs> I think we can all fucking <laughs> safely say this is the one we were most excited for. Oh my god. Um, you wanna play a game? Jigsaw's dead! <laughs> I really wanna see the two of you argue this. Oh, goodness. Because Marty loves Jeffrey Combs. I Hannah love loves Jeffrey. Jigsaw. Then I have to fight, but I have to fight for Jigsaw that way. Oh, of course. Of course. If you guys are chill with taking this. I'm fine I'm... with that. Are you fine with that? I'm fine with it. Marty, I want, can I ask you, can I make you a proposal? Yes. Can we just leave all logic out the door and just. <laughs> yes! Descend into like madness and madness and, and chaos. Like, like, we will be friends by the end of this, of course, I know, because I know. friendship transcends all. But I want to go balls to the wall for the boy with the Billy Puppet. <laughs> yes. Okay, somebody call it. Who wants? Heads. Uh. <laughs> 
heads. Ooh, all right. Um, okay, I'll go first, but I need a minute. All right. Yeah, take your time. Um, I won't start the timer till y'all are ready. They were playing that at my work this weekend. Yeah? All right. I, I have no plan. I'm not ready, but I'm going to go head first. All right. That's all one can do. All right. I'm going to turn this into an anti-capitalist narrative because Jeffrey Combs and Bevins represent the bourgeoisie and Jigsaw represents the common man. He represents the backbone <laughs> and morality of society. And he proves that you don't need money to be a villain. You don't need money. He's not even really a villain, according to the films. <laughs> He's trying to teach you a lesson. And what did we learn after, like, fucking Would You Rather? Well, guess I shouldn't have played the game at all. But Jigsaw... He not only, we learned there is something to be gained by playing his games, a fucking franchise. Where's my Would You Rather franchise? I don't know. Nowhere. <laughs> but Jigsaw has a never-ending plethora of, uh, uh, no, what, I almost said acquaintances. He has no acquaintances. He has no friends. But he does have uh, apprentices. That's what they're called. He does have devoted followers who don't join him because he pays them. They join him because they believe in him. Jigsaw can inspire the people and we can revolt. Viva la Jigsaw! <laughs> Fight me! Don't you think Jeffrey Combs would offer him $10,000 and a cure for you cancer? You think Jigsaw gives a shit about money? And a cure for cancer? Oh no, he don't care about that. <laughs> this is literally a cup. Cancer is a cover Jigsaw is using to act like an asshole. <laughs> Cancer, and then he's got a puppet. 
Richmond. <laughs> well, he did more with that than Bevins did with millions of dollars. He caused way more harm. Bevins didn't need to cause harm. His presence was intimidating enough. His presence was intimidating enough. He couldn't even stop the penguin from trying to, like, ooh, ooh. I, he, he didn't want to stop the penguin at first. Well, then Bevins is mad at his job. Jeffrey Combs told him, hey, you should probably keep my son from raping people. And then Bevins is like, yeah, they didn't have right. to tell Jigsaw that. Jigsaw kills rapists. Well, that's good for him, I guess. Yes, it is. That's my boy, Johnny. <laughs> you listen out there, Johnny B. I love you. <laughs> I got his last name is Kramer. Uh, Johnny B for bitch. I call him Johnny Bitch. <laughs> deserves to win on that alone. I don't even know. Who are you going to root for in a wrestling match? Some motherfucker with like, I don't know, Seinfeld's theme song? Or are you going to root for the motherfucker with the soul theme? <laughs> okay, yeah. I'm going to interrupt for a okay, second. Let's bring it back. John Kramer! <laughs> Let's, okay, okay, I'm going to bring it back for a second. I want to hear one more argument about like just these characters, not the situation surrounding them. Okay. So tell me like, like, if they were in a room together, let's say. Mm-hmm. Or maybe not, but just give me more about the merits of these characters. So, just Jeff Combs and just Jigsaw, and like. Mm-hmm. Well, I think Jeffrey Combs would their be wits. able to persuade Jigsaw into, like, wanting to perform in this game, mainly because A, he. J- J- Jigsaw has a huge hubris. And that is that, you know, if he thinks he can, like, win something, then he will definitely participate in it. And, like, second off... Oh! Mm, uh, mm. Sec- second off... <laughs> second off, he's got money and he's got connections into, like, being able to cure cancer. So if, if Jigsaw won, then he would be able to, like, give him the money. What a capitalist narrative you have weaved, Marty. <laughs> I'm just telling you what Jeffrey Combs would do. Okay, got you. Well, you were... You were mis- missing the opportunity here for me to win, which is <laughs> which is that Jeffrey Combs is doing this for entertainment. Jigsaw is doing this because it is life's work. It is his purpose. He's not doing this for fucking fun. Don't you think he's having a little fun? He's having though? fun, but he's it's like if I go to church and then I accidentally, like, I don't know, had a rave. It's like it's a party. <laughs> it's a, I, I brought the fun to my purpose, you know? You're like a youth pastor. Yeah, Jigsaw is a youth pastor, but with guns and knives and shit. Also, Jigsaw is already so far gone in his bullshit philosophy, he probably wouldn't hear a word. And, like, the police have offered him plea deals. They've physically assaulted him. He doesn't care. He doesn't care. All he cares about is his bullshit philosophy. And Jeffrey Combs has no philosophy. Jigsaw does. Warped and stupid though it may be, it is consistent. And he would, he's already rigged the whole goddamn place. Fucking, uh, what's his name? Jeffrey Combs needs Bevins to come in and, like, wrangle everybody together. Jigsaw's got it. He's already, he's planned, he's, he's been planning for months. He's been writing down notes in his little diary. He says, dear diary, I saw Jeffrey Combs today. <laughs> <laughs> we are so over time. 
this one go on as long? <laughs> oh my god! Um, okay. And he he's ready. He's he's in the ring, and he's he's not playing by anyone's rules but his own because he Jigsaw doesn't care about money. He doesn't care about um, friendship. He doesn't care that I don't. I would argue that like you said, cancer like when he almost died, he like kind of was reborn. So now he's 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 Jigsaw now. Okay. <laughs> are that there made any... no fucking sense. To I know. Okay. <laughs> are there any final statements? Um, I'm gonna cut it off pretty I, close. So Jeffrey Combs is my dad. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> Jigsaw is my enemy, and I fought for him today. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, that definitely didn't disappoint. That was nonsense. That was nonsense. That came out of my mouth. You know what? Both these movies are nonsense. <laughs> so it fits. Oh um, lord. Okay. Oh. Well, yeah, I'm really gonna have to go with Jigsaw. Yeah! Johnny B! Beautiful <laughs> bitch! And the sad thing, I was going and rooting for Jeff Combs, because I actually do think he stands a pretty good chance. But yeah, Hannah, you just had so much passion, you convinced me of Jigsaw is everywhere and he's committed to his mission. <laughs> Fight the bourgeoisie, Saw! <laughs> the anti capitalist narrative we never knew we needed. Oh, the only, thing, the only thing I know that's in support of Jigsaw is that he thinks all cops are bastards. <laughs> I think he just, can. I think he just thinks that cops are idiots, which <laughs> also is not yeah. wrong. You put up a really good fight because I went in with my whole nonsense. Like I'm like I'm just going in. I'm just, I have no idea what I'm saying anymore. <laughs> oh my gosh! All right. Netflix and Hill will be right back after this quick break. Hello, I'm here to tell you about some other podcasts on the Lunar Light Network. The first one is Artificial Ghost Radio, a musical game show podcast where hosts Mars and Miles challenge each other to find new songs each week. It's a lot of fun, the hosts have great chemistry, and you might just get a few good music recommendations. The second podcast I'd like to talk to you about is Storyboard, a podcast centered around animated TV shows. I'd recommend their Over the Garden Wall episode, which is just perfect for fall and spooky season. You can find both of these podcasts on LunarLightStudio.com, iTunes, Spotify, and wherever you listen to podcasts. Happy listening! Now back to Netflix and Kill. Alright, so next up we got the Cenobites versus Jotun. Alright, Kyla, call it. Uh, his. Kill. Marty, who do you want to fight for? <laughs> I thought you were gonna say Jotun. No. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Threw me for a loop there. Um, I'm gonna go last. Also. Okay. I just like going last. All right. Hmm. I gotta figure out what I'm gonna say. I'm sorry. I just really wanted to argue for them. I wanted. Yeah. I wanted a challenge. <laughs> okay. I'm. I'm here for it. Um. I guess I'll just go ahead and dump in. So. Jotun? See, this is hard, because they're both, like, pretty well mapped. They're both... Well, actually, no. Never mind. Okay, I've got it. So, Jotun is immortal, um, and the Cenobites are apparently not, because in Hellraiser 2, when they are reminded of their human forms, they are reverted back and beaten. So, that's one strike against them. Um, Jotun has a bigger following... Which is always nice. I mean, not that she needs it, because she's a powerful, independent woman, but <laughs> she does have the support to lean back on. Because I know, like, the Cenobites, like, they're pretty tight. Like, they're a squad. 
I think that Jotun's followers would come to that for her, too. And both parties have, like, pretty rad designs, but I think Jotun, like, just by sheer size and might, would be able to take on the Cenobites. Like, she's really powerful. She could trample them <laughs> pretty easy and, and really do some damage. You know, she could make them see some fucked up stuff. She can create disorienting visions. So... Yeah. But Jotun. <laughs> well, the only thing about Jotun is that her visions, although they, they can disorient you, um, they aren't always what is reality. Um, the, the thing about the Cenobites is that they can make your worst fears reality. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's four of them, and even though, even though, like, you know, they're smaller than Jotun. Um, they have a lot more willpower in, like, wanting to destroy, basically, you know, whatever is put in front of them for, for them to play with, basically. Um, they got nails and chains and hooks and knives and shit. And, like, the only the only thing I, I will say is, like, yeah, the... The thing about them, like, being reminded of who they are is a weakness, but, like, I don't even know Jotun, if Jotun would, like, know who they are, because they're, like, from two different mythologies, um, and, like, I don't think they would have crossed paths ever, um, based on the fact that the puzzle box is, like, so, like, it's very elusive, and, like, only, like, very specific people know about it, and, you know, I don't think anyone in the cult would have known about it because it's so out of the way from, like, the rest of society that, like, any word that got to them would just be kind of a tale. Like, and, like, you know, that's that's kind of, like, what happens with the box in, in Hellraiser, but, like, you know, people actually can get the box, but that's because they're, like, passing it around from different societies and, like, you know, the, the Jotun group is, like, so far removed, like, they will... I don't think they'd ever get their hands on it. Yeah, but the Jotun is a goddess. So, like, she's all-knowing. I feel like she would know, because she's... I mean, she knows, apparently, like, the secrets and the backstories of all the main characters of the movie, even though they didn't tell her. So I think that she could pick up on it. I mean, she's a goddess. No, but does she know that because she can see into their minds? And if so, would... Would that only apply to the Cenobites, you know, like, after um, 2 or before 2? Because, like, if I'm thinking before 2, they wouldn't know who they are, and so she wouldn't be able to get into their minds to see that. But if it's after 2, then maybe. Um, Because I I think after that, if I remember correctly, kind of, like, 3 and the rest on, kind of forget about that plot point. Um, Yeah. Yeah, well, I don't even know if she would need to see into their minds to do it. I mean, we don't really know how she knows all this stuff. It doesn't necessarily mean that she sees directly into their minds. Um, I mean, maybe she just knows. And I think as far as physical strength, again, while there are four of them, she's just freaking huge. I mean, even if if you've ever seen a moose in real life, (laughs) I, I don't know if you have, but they're gigantic. I mean, they're like... Pinhead bigger like, than yes, step on me. Bigger, like <laughs> they're like taller than your SUV. <laughs> like yeah, they're, I know. I, I, they're I know huge. How big a moose is. <laughs> I'm just trying to paint a picture for those who haven't seen a moose. 
and and I think she's probably even bigger than a moose. I can't really remember, but like definitely she's of like ten, twelve feet tall. Similar size. On her hind and like, like like not on her that, hind legs, but like sit standing on all fours. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like those things can do some major damage. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, even for people if I was in a group of four, I would still be kinda I would still be scared of something of that size. Like, I would be scared of a moose if I was in a group of four, let alone an immortal goddess who has mind-altering powers. Yeah, but the Cenobites have no fear, though, is the thing. If if they went up against the Jotun, I think they would just be having fun with it because she's so big and she could just stomp on them and, like, all this other stuff. They'd just be like, yes, mommy. <laughs> Alright, I'm gonna give y'all, like, one last, like, sentence about why they would win in, like, a confrontation. And then, um, I'll decide. Mm. Or just sum up, like, why you think they yeah. win. I think the Jotun would win by her sheer force of, wheel- of will. She doesn't need tools of torture. She just has herself and her powerful presence. I, th- I think that they would, I think the Cenobites would win based on their determination and their, um, unwillingness to give up on the target. Man, you know, I went into this thinking, like, because this was a good one. This was a good one. I thought I was going to be like, oh, yeah, Cenobite's going to win. But Kyla painted a narrative of a very giant independent woman who just will (laughs) not stop stomping. And, like, with the size of her and, like, her mind powers and, like, bringing up two and how they can be kind of influenced eventually, even though there is a little bit of technicality depending on, like, can she access it through their mind? Because it's so deeply buried. I don't know how. But also, I do, I do just really love the image of this giant moose lady <laughs> squishing pinhead. <laughs> I just think that's really funny. She just kind of sits on him. <laughs> I did. And, like, again, they're all for it. They're like, ooh, yes, mommy. Uh, so with I a moose. never thought I would say this. But Yoke wins. Oh my yes. gosh. Okay, I did this. This goes out to my mother who <laughs> listens to our show and she does not watch horror movies, but she has told me over and over again that the creature from the ritual fascinates her because of the way we described it. And she told me that is who she is rooting for. So Damn. I dedicate this victory to my mom. <laughs> Sweet. Um, okay, on God, I I was not expecting the Jotun to win that one. No. I wasn't expecting it. You yeah. put up a really good yeah. argument, like just in terms of size. I um, did it for my mom. I would like to sit this one out if y'all would uh, let me. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I just need a moment to breathe. Yeah, that's <laughs> fair. Um. All right. So um. Here, can you flip this? Yep. Okay. Kyla heads or tails? Uh, tails. Tails. Oh no, I really have no idea. I mean, I guess like I feel like I should keep arguing for Black Philip because like he's my boy. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'll so argue. I'm just gonna stick with that streak. But yeah, right, first or last? Um, um, I'll go last. Okay, so the bird box entity. I'm tired of calling it just the bird box thing, so I'm going to give it a name, Janine. Okay. So Janine from Janine. Is the bird box force. Um, Janine? It's really difficult because these are two entities that very strongly rely on, like, influence of others. 
So at this point, it's kind of like who would win over the crowds more. Yeah. Um, I think that Janine would do more damage to the crowd because, like, a lot of them were off themselves. But then, like, she would be able to influence some people to become violent quicker. So she her forces could probably overtake Black Phillip's forces, um, if not by just dwindling their numbers, but also by just the chaos that she would create. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, that's solid. I guess, like, this is a difficult argument. I think Black Phillip has more intent, which I know is the same argument I use with the cult, but, like, they're mortal, so, like, yeah, they could be pretty easily influenced by Janine, but I think, like, Black Phillip, like, he's Satan, so I don't think that he would be influenced by her. Um, and I think he has more, like, intent. Like, again, she doesn't really set out trying to win followers it kind of just happens Mm -hmm. we don't really know what she wants black philip is pretty clear about what he wants and like he's good at getting it um and if a bunch of them die i don't really think he cares because he's gotten their souls so like then they just go to hell and like he gets their souls so i think you know maybe he would use that to his advantage maybe he could you know, went over some people, and then, because especially if the apocalypse has happened, you know, if Janine's come in and everything's gone to shit, he could mm-hmm. probably give people some very tempting offers, you know, of, hey, I can give you some good things that you wouldn't have access to in the apocalypse, and then he can just send them off to die, you know, if they have a run-in with Janine, they die, he gets their soul, mm-hmm. it's a win for Black Philip. Can I... Like, devil's advocate, literally. <laughs> sure. Um, here's the thing. I don't want to fight for Janine here, because uh, my girl, she got rules. And if you follow the rules, you can survive. If you don't look at my girl, you can you can live. You just gotta run around. Black Phillip's got no rules. Black Phillip does what Black Phillip wants. And what Black Phillip wants is, like, death and chaos. So even if Janine, like, kills half the crowd, Black Phillip's probably, like, yeah. <laughs> um, so, like, that's, it's just really hard, because, like, one, we don't really know what the bird box wants. Mm-hmm. It just seems to be. But Black Phillip, like you said, he has intent. However, I do think Janine does have, she she generates the chaos. I think she would be more of a, a physical instrument of, like, she would definitely impact change on a much wider scale, mm-hmm. um, just because of the mechanics of how she works. Um, yeah. Alright. Cool. So, we are agreed. <laughs> no, me too. Well, this movie's also just so much more memorable. It's so and much he's, better. He's so much more memorable. I really want to watch The Lighthouse, the lighthouse so bad. I'm just, oh, me I'm too. just thinking about Kraken. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but I, I also think Black Phillip would win, just based on the fact that, you know, he's Black Phillip. I mean... Even if, like, a bunch of people die, he can still promise other people that they will live. Like, if he, you know, if he, like, gets them to sign his book, you know, he can just tempt anyone into doing anything. Well, for me, it's just more the idea of, like, kind of what I use for Jigsaw. He has, Black Phillip has a goal, and that goal yeah. is chaos. The Bird Box mm-hmm. thing is just sort of there. Yeah. And it doesn't, it doesn't feel as compelling 
or is driven. And also the fact that Black Phillip both wants something, but doesn't really care how it's achieved. Yeah. That thing he wants is just evil, pure yeah. and simple. And, like, Bird Box is something he can use to achieve those ends. And when, like, you can use a force as a tool to get what you want, you yeah. still win. Yeah. But that's what yeah. I think. Like, he would definitely use the, the fact that the Bird Box entity is there to... Mm-hmm secure more souls for himself. I think I have to fight for Jigsaw at this point. Yeah. <laughs> like, I think it's just my burden in life. <laughs> <laughs> I am Sisyphus, and this is my boulder, and I am once again looking up towards Olympus, ready to begin my climb. Wonderful. <laughs> in other words, I am ready to play a game. I, I right. see. <laughs> you just gave me the, a look like I... I you were fixing to start laughing or crying, and I wasn't sure which. I wasn't either. <laughs> I'm assuming this is going to be the two of you. Is Pro- it? Probably. Yeah, I think I'm, I'm okay. going to sit this one out. So, uh, okay. Marty, call it. Uh, tails. It's heads. Okay, so you okay. go first. Ooh, or yeah. Anna decides. Okay. Um, to go well, I, I go second. I decide to go second. Okay. Um, Angela... Well, I mean, like, obviously, like, Angela, you know, would probably end up in one of Jigsaw's traps, but I think she's smart enough to get out of one, or, um, like, like, able to, you know, you know, be ruthless to the other people around her in in a trap in order to get out. Mm Um, uh, like... Even if she was in a trap by herself, I think she would even be able to self-mutilate because, like, she she kind of is, like, dysmorphic, basically, based on how she was raised and everything. And I feel like, as a trans person, that's kind of a thing that I have. Um, I, I would be like, oh, fuck, yeah, there's something in my eye. Stab. Yeah. <laughs> I I don't know. It's just a thing with self mute. It's a weird thing that I have in my head, and this has nothing to do with Angela. <laughs> you know, I just want like all my body parts to be replaced with other things. You're yeah, relatable. Yeah, and, <laughs> but um, the the thing the thing with the thing with it is like you know she's she's just ruthless enough that like if she was in in a trap like she would be able to get out of it because i don't think she really cares about her body or anyone else's um just as long as no one else is trying to attack her you know she she's willing to defend herself in order to get out of a trap she's she's willing she doesn't really have any moral basically um so she would she like just wouldn't you know, like, have any qualms about, like, killing someone or, like, mutilating them in order to get out of a trap herself. And, yeah. <laughs> um, I, I think that is a really good argument. I would argue that Jigsaw would win because, one, it's kind of the same rules as, um, oh, what was it? We were talking about Bird Box, where it's like you're still playing by Jigsaw's rules. Mm-hmm. This is still Jigsaw's game. And also, I think Jigsaw would be so impressed by her, because I think you're right, I think she would survive. Mm-hmm. I think Jigsaw would ask her to help him, because I think he's seen her work, and he's he, he admires it, and he's ready to to pro- team up, and he wants 
But again, I think he would still win ultimately because he is the one playing, setting up this game. He he would win by way of influence, kind of like Black Phillip or Bird Box, where it's like, I win because I see you, I see what you can do, and I want to give you a platform to do that. And I think Jigsaw would see her and see her struggle and see her strength, and he'd be like, hey, you want to kill some assholes with me? You want to teach some Bible lessons? And Angela would be like, okay, well, I don't fucking care. Well, the, the thing about Angela is that, like, she's very, like, defensive of herself and, like, of her body as long as, like, no one else is, like, taking advantage of her. And I feel like even though Jigsaw is less of a taking advantage of body kind of person, you know, I feel like she'd still be protective of, like, her mind and, like, everything else, and she'd be very, um, unable to trust him, like, even if he promises her, like, you know, you, you can have this, like, nice platform for you to kill people, I just feel like she wouldn't be able to trust him, and, like, so she would... Well, I don't think Jigsaw's asking for trust. I think Jigsaw is giving her an opportunity. It's kind of like, I don't trust my boss, but, like... I'm still gonna work and like I think Jigsaw doesn't necessarily I just don't know exactly what he would promise her you know in order for her to like be able to agree with him I think he could because one thing Jigsaw does with most of his victims when they leave is he he tells them he convinces them that what because they got through it they are the strongest and they they're they deserve to live and they deserve to have this life and I think that's something Angela desperately searches for, is validation, is, like, uh, something like that. And even though Jigsaw, like, did these things, I think that form of validation can be very tempting no matter where you are. Mm-hmm. Um, it is very hard for me to argue this because there are a lot of um, experiences regarding transgender identity that I do not know how they factor into a fictional fight with a man who thinks cancer <laughs> yeah. is a justification for putting people inside metal boxes <laughs> and mutilate themselves. So there are certain things about this. Forgive me if I do not. Oh, it's fine. Yeah. It's totally fine. I made I made a generalization. Because... No, you didn't. You didn't. You, you said that. You, no, you didn't. You said like it's. It, it could be a factor, because yeah. it relates to this character, yeah. and it's something Plus, you can personally identify with. I don't she think... She is I mean, actively shown to be uncomfortable with her body, because, yeah. like, not all trans people are, but, like, it is established in the movie that she is uncomfortable yeah. with her body. And I think, actually, that could... I'm so... I feel so shallow bringing this back into a fight with an imaginary <laughs> But, like, that could factor in, where Jake says, pointing out, yes, it is just a body. Mm-hmm. So, use this body as a symbol of your strength. Mm-hmm. I see. Don't do that, people at home. No. Jigsaw's full of lies <laughs> and bullshit. Don't harm yourselves. One, don't do it. Don't fucking do it. Jigsaw's a bullshit man. You know all that shit I was saying before about how he's my boy? Yeah, and I threw him out with the bathwater. Throwing the baby out with the bathwater. He's a fucking baby. He's not willing to actually read philosophy books and do the hard work that it takes to better yourselves. God, what a bitch. John, you're out of my book. Fuck you. <laughs> But I still think he's, I don't know, I still have fight for him. Oh, he's in your bird Okay, he's in my bird <laughs> and, and he's, You got a picture of John Kramer, and it says, don't t- trust this bitch, she's a fugly slut. Agreed. Yeah. So, but <laughs> any final arguments or final statements? Um, I, it, I, just in my gut, I, I still feel like Angela wouldn't be able to trust Jigsaw, no matter, like, anything that he could promise her. Just because I feel like she's strong-willed enough that she wouldn't 
she wouldn't want anything from him. Mm -hmm. Um, just because she's so, like, reserved in, like, inside of herself that, like, she, she wouldn't be able to trust anyone else. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I would argue that even without that trust, uh, Jigsaw would still win because he'd still find a way to make her play his game. Mm. And he, and though she would survive, Jigsaw sees that as a win. Ah, mm. oh, wow. Okay. This is maybe the hardest one yet. Because, like, I think Marty definitely put up a really good argument for, like, why Angela would, would survive the trap. Like, she would live to the end of a Saw movie and she would, she would freaking win. She mm-hmm. would find a way, I believe. Um, oh, but yeah, this is hard. Because I think, I think that, yeah, I think Hannah sold me on Jigsaw being able to convince Angela. Especially if it depends on, like, who they were targeting, you know? Like, if they started targeting pedophiles or transphobes or or something, then I think maybe Angela would be all in. Mm -hmm. Because she, you know, clearly at least has some part of her that likes to seek revenge, so. Yeah. One thing I'm not quite sure on yet is would... Because, like, I get that she wouldn't trust Jigsaw, but would it be bad enough that after the trap, would she try to kill Jigsaw? That's what I don't know. Ooh. Well... I don't I mean, know if she would need to, because I mean, he's dying he's, anyway. He'd probably be like, eh, bye. Well, well, the, the thing about it is, I, I feel like, because he basically tried to violate her body by putting her in this trap, I feel like she would actually try to go after him. Mm-hmm. But, like, she would have to do it in a discreet way in which, like, he did. Maybe that's why she agreed to be be uh, under him, is that that way she can get close enough to him to kill him. But oh, then do you think... Harder. Once, but then once, do you think once he, like, showed her all the people she can get revenge on, like all, like Kyla said, all the transphobes, pedophiles, people who, who I feel would like she also... would have gone of, uh, uh, about, like, killing all those people anyways, I mean, because she did it anyway. But she's resourceful, so if she used Jigsaw's methods, because they are effective, Jigsaw gets the job done. But she also but what if her... she if she uses his methods, does Jigsaw not still win? I feel like she wouldn't use his methods just because, like, her way of sneaking around and, like, doing it without anyone detecting her would have been enough. And I know she gets caught at the very end, but that's because she's, like, ass naked and someone, like, basically exposes her. But Jigsaw is also able to do things pretty undetected. Yeah. Well, either that or the cops in that universe are just fucking useless. Yeah, which, and I do. Let's I just don't think Angela would adopt the game theory. I don't think she would. The <laughs> game theory. I don't. Okay. This is a game. Let me I think this out. she could. I don't think she would like. I think she would still have her own motivations for doing things. I could see her teaming up with Jigsaw for a while, and I I could see her definitely killing him in the end but i think that in his mind i don't think he would care if she killed him because he's already dying and i think in his mind if she killed him he's won still so, yeah but is it is it know. is it a win if only he if he thinks it's a win because like that doesn't really go with the rules of the the game that we're I think his like this is hard and also like a part of me I know a part of me just really wants to see Jigsaw taken down by a teenage girl (laughs) because that's badass that's really true I don't know I'm stumped I think I'm gonna give it to Angela 
We're gonna give it to Angela. I, I, I think I'm gonna give it to Angela. Because, like, I thought at the end, like, it just hit me. I'm like, like, she would just fucking kill Chase. So, at the end, it just say, fucking she bitch, would. and then leave. I do think that's what she'd do. So, holy shit. Okay. Lisa was defeated by Angela, y'all. I Damn. never I, would have guessed this in a million years. I, I, I didn't think that this was going to be possible. I thought I thought Jigsaw was going to go to the very end and win. Also, honestly. fucking Yoten beat the Cenobites? Right. <laughs> yeah. The only person who I expected here is Black Phillip. Right? I expected yes. Black Phillip. <laughs> so we have a god, Satan, and a teenage girl. <laughs> <laughs> My boy. Um, um, I guess I'll go for Yoden and then. Wait. I don't know. What would, would you, you have to go with Black Phillip because you haven't seen either of them? No, I've, yeah. seen, I've seen Sleepaway Camp. Okay. Oh, you have. Okay. I've seen Sleepaway Camp. Well, it's been a while, but are you yeah, I remember Sleepaway Camp. Happy okay. fighting for Angela. Uh, here's the thing. I, I don't think I could put up uh, the fight she deserves. Okay. I think I someone, go for Angela. I think then I'll else. take Yoden and I'll let Hannah do Black Phillip. Okay, I'm sorry. No, that's okay. <laughs> We're gonna need a fourth judge. Yes. Let oh, me go yes. summon our fourth judge. Love it. It's final countdown. <laughs> All right, we are back with our judge. Thank you, Ethan. You're welcome. <laughs> Ethan, um, have you seen any of these movies, Sleepaway Camp, The Vavitch, or The Ritual? I have not. No. <laughs> Good. You're the most impartial a judge can be. Excellent. So, we have decided I will be fighting for Jotun. I'll be fighting for Black Phillip. And I'll be fighting for Angela. To decide who goes first. Okay, maybe we could do where Ethan thinks of a number between 1 and 10, and whoever gets closest like gets to... How yeah. about whoever gets closest goes first, whoever gets second closest goes second, and, and so on. I like that. Okay. Alright, I got my number. Okay. Six. Eight. Eight. <laughs> Wait, what did you say? I said eight. Two. Alright, the number is eight. Oh! <laughs> I, I'm not playing impartial to you because you're my sister. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. Um, okay, so me, Marty, and then Hannah, so... Okay, let's kick things off. I'm going to give us, how long should I give us for this fight? Like, um, I'll give us 15. Five, maybe five minutes each. Five yeah. minutes each. Yeah. Okay, okay, yeah, so 15 total. That's good. Okay, I'm going to start things off with Jotun. So Jotun's going to come out as top monster because she's big, she's strong, she's influential. Um, so just as a reminder to our audience, in case they don't know, and to refresh Ethan because he has no idea what Jotun is, she is a goddess, um, a Norse goddess. And it's like the Jotun she takes, Yeah, but, right. okay, she takes the form, imagine, like, a big moose sort of thing, but then when it looks at you, its face is like a human torso with, like, ant- like- hands look like the antlers i'll have to show you a picture of this thing because it's wild it's got the coolest design ever but anyway just so you know yeah just so you know what to picture in this fight and she's a goddess and she has a cult of people who follow her she can make you have visions um and see like weird stuff and disorient you and she also grants her followers immortal life so this is yes yes this is what she does um, 
yeah, so I think Jotun would take this because she is clearly capable of influencing people. And I know Black Phillip has that ability as well, but I think... I think that Jotun could take him because I think her influence equals his. Because, like, she has a pretty good amount of followers. Um, so, so are we judging based on her alone or her and her cult? We gotta go all, oh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't well, know either. Except I feel it's just a cult. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I don't know. Let's she just say, like, I'm just putting influence as one of her powers. Like, maybe the cult may or may say, not like, be joining her in a physical fight, but her she has the power of influence is what I'm saying. Like, this is a big three-way wrestling match. Yeah, so <laughs> she, she, yeah, she has the power of influence to match Black Phillip, but her physical strength is probably stronger than his. Because we never... She big. Yeah, she's big. <laughs> she's the size of a moose, or maybe bigger, and Black Phillip is a goat. And she's gonna kick his ass. And... Also a sexy cowboy. Sometimes. She could still kick the cowboy's ass, too. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, she's sexy in her own way. But... And then, for Angela... I mean, again, like, Angela's a teenage girl, and while... So far, she's just been lucky to be going up against, like humans more or less um and i think jotun could either influence her or stomp her angela is great and resourceful and cool but jotun's gonna take it because like you know at the end of the day like angela there's not much she can do to beat an immortal goddess who can give her disorienting visions and has influence over a great deal of people so that's my argument for Jotun. Alright, it's my turn next. Um, while, while I do think that um, the Jotun would be able to give her these visions and like ter- like traumatize her even further, I, I also think that she has the ability to get through it and to um, basically live through her trauma because that, that's kind of like what fuels her to kill. Um, and um, so... Her, Angela, basically, so, like, she's, like, a, uh, she's a girl who was, like, raised a girl, but she's actually a boy who was in a boating accident, and her father died, and then her aunt raised her as a girl, so she has all this trauma from being raised a girl in a boating accident and all this other stuff, and then she kills people. Yeah, she, she's at a summer camp, and she kills the other campers by, like, through very sneaky methods. Yeah. Um, so, but, like, you know, like, in the, in the ritual, like, you know, there's this guy who has to keep reliving his trauma in order to get over it, and, like, by the end of it, he's, like, out of the cult and able to, like, basically just yell at Jotun in the face and tell her to fuck (laughs) off. So, like, I feel like, you know, Angela would be able to do that just because I feel like she's extremely strong-willed and, like, you know, even even if, like, she, you know, still, like, killed people because of her, like, trauma, I feel like, like, her cult followers would go down if, like, they, like, tried to touch her or anything like that, and, like, I feel like she'd be able to face the Jotun just because she's been through so much other stuff that, like, you know, anything that the Jotun could bring back up, she would just be able to yell it in the face. Um, and, uh, <laughs> and with Black Phillip, the only thing I can think is that, you know, she, like, 
He's very tempting, I will say. That's like kind of his thing. He's the devil. Um, he is such a cowboy, but like her thing is like she's so she's so reserved and like so untrusting. It would take a lot. I feel like even more than like you know what what's normally like given from Black Phillip to like get like get her on his side. The thing I would respond to that with is Black Philip was able to um, sway a Protestant woman who moved away from her entire community specifically because they determined to be alone. And I think Black Philip would also win because Black Philip is the saint. Black Philip is rebellion. Black Philip is mistrust. Black Philip is chaos. So anything caused by any other god would only fuel Black Philip. He is sent in his purest form and even it's not like jigsaw where if angela turned black philip down she'd just kill him you can't really kill black philip because the damage has been done the mm-hmm. influence is never going to leave black philip will always be there so like even if angela i would argue that he is persistent and that angela doesn't trust easily mm-hmm. black philip is patient and black philip is ever consistent so he would always be there to remind her like i'm still here i will always be here and you, if you still will always have these violent tendencies, then you will in, inevitably serve me because the violence is a part of me. And with the goddess, I think she has a lot of flashy tricks, but I think Black Philip is more subtle in his... It's more like a slow boil rather than like throwing a Molotov cocktail <laughs> into, a, into a bar and like an exploding... Black Philip is going to infiltrate the bar. He's going to have his friends come in with him and meet him at the bar and, like, set off a bunch of little timers, and then it'll go up, and no one will even know it's there. So there's less time to react. There's less time to prepare for Black Philip because Black Philip was already there when you arrived. This one, you can kind of see her coming a mile away. You'll never see Black Philip coming because he's already fucking there. What and he always goat? will be there. What if a goat just walked into your bar or a goth cowboy and you weren't expecting <laughs> That's so true. See, there's a lot more goth cowboys and goats than you think. <laughs> but just like walking into a bar. Mm-hmm. I feel like a goth cowboy would draw a lot of attention, especially in like this day. But that's age. the thing. Those are just two of the forms he chooses to have. Mm-hmm. Black Philip can take any form. He could probably take the form of this torso wingdigo type creature too, but Black Philip doesn't need that. He could, but he doesn't have to. I, just going on off the rules of the movie, I know he can shapeshift, but, mm-hmm. like, we see a goat, we see... We don't see a man. We, we can we do. hear a man and see his We see his boots. hands. We can see his hands, but then we don't see the rest of him. He could be anything under the, He could be anything. And, like, if we're going from the rules of the movie, I think we can assume if he has that much power and influence, and he's called... I think he's kind of the witch in the woods, isn't he? Well, he definitely has control in that situation. Yeah. Well, then, yeah, he definitely has control in, over that situation. Even if he doesn't control her, he still, like, is is gaining power from the chaos that others bring. Yeah. Um, but, like... Because these I all people like, commit... These people commit evil. I feel like... The Black Philip is evil. Yeah, I know, but I feel like Black Philip's main goal is to get people on his side and to sign his book and to, like, confirm a soul. And so I want to know how he would try to confirm Angela's soul in his book. Again, I think he would just, like, go up to her every time she committed some sort of murder, a murderous act, and, like, say, would you, like, do you want more? 
And then if she said no, we'd be like, all right, I'll be back when you do it again. And then it would just be constant and persistence. And I think that that dedication and that calmness that he brings, because he never goes out of his way to hurt anybody. He just appears yeah. when it happens. I mean, the only time he really did was when he, he stabbed the dad. Yeah, and I feel like Angela would respect that, because I don't think... But yeah, I think he would sway her to his side. But also, I think... Like, in the end, if Angela didn't, she'd probably fall to her own demise, but Black Phillip will always be there. I feel like if Black Phillip was persistent in that way, it would turn Angela off, because, like, she basically kind of wants to be left alone. But here's the thing. If she is, she'll die. She's a human. Black Phillip, Black, you can't kill Black Phillip. I know. (laughs) I'm just saying, like, his main goal is to, like, have a soul in a book, and, like... But if this is the fight we're doing, if this is a fight... And who was the last monster standing? Okay, you can't yeah. kill a, a force of nature. See, that's okay, my I thing. I understand, but like, I I feel like Angela would still try. See, <laughs> I would she try, can. but I don't think she, she can. Though? She's if, she's mortal. If, she show, if he shows up to her as like a man who's like, "Hey, you want to sign my book?" I feel like she'd be so like upset by that that she would at least try to kill him but, but I, then he, I know she i know yeah, she I don't wouldn't be work, able to but like i still feel like I mean, she would try she gets her points for trying yeah. but i don't think she'd be able to and she definitely wouldn't be able to kill yoden i can tell you that mm-hmm. um so i think i'm gonna put in a few more words for yoden mm-hmm. um so i think as far as like influence goes again like she and Black Phillip are pretty, like, even. Mm-hmm. But just if, but just physically, I think she could win. Because, again, like, they're both, you know, powerful gods and beings. So, what's up, Hannah? I'm raising my hand. Okay. Can she shapeshift? Yeah, I honestly don't know. Do we know Black Phillip can shapeshift? Yeah. I, I don't know. But yeah, would she even need really, to, though? It's really confusing because, like, there are parts of the ritual in which I feel like it was the Yoden entity doing things. Yeah. But, uh, like, I wouldn't... they're either not shown or, like, it's, you can imply that it's, like, also could have been, like, the cult putting things in place, like, the, the cabin and, like, the statue of the cabin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's kind of vague, so I don't know on that. Um, But yeah. even if she can't, I don't think it matters, because, like, I think she would still win a physical fight. Like, just because her form that we do see is more powerful than all of the physical forms that we see of Black Phillip. Mm-hmm. So I think, like, you know, physically Yoten's got it. Physically, I think, but, like, the fact that I think Black Phillip would remain even if his physical form, I think he would just come back in a different but form. But I think she would, too, because she's an immortal goddess, so... I'm gonna say, then, I think Black Phillip has the advantage, because I think you're right, I think they are very evenly matched, but Black Phillip's got Yoten's got style too. Her design's cool as heck. I know, I know. Cool Angela's heck, just a right. teeny okay. girl. So, uh, okay. like, you've always <laughs> shown me and made very good arguments about how cool your monsters are and how great they are and how they win. But I want to know how they lost or like how they were defeated. Oh, okay. If they mm. were. Yeah. In each of their movies. Okay. So, Yoten, um, she does managed to like have her cult kill all of the people except for one and it's the one guy and she chases him out of the woods and then like yeah like marty said he screams in her face i'm not afraid of you and then he walks off and so like he lives so i guess like 
technically she loses because she doesn't get him, but she's still alive and kicking and she still has a cult. Mm -hmm. She just loses this one guy who is able to stand up to her. Um, Angela, the way that she's, she's not even really defeated, she's just more, like, found out. And, like, it's like, I, I, if I remember correctly, someone steals her clothes and that, that, like, pushes her to the edge so far that she beheads a man and, like, pulls his head over. I thought she tricked him into Oh, yeah, that's, that's right. It's been a while, so Mm. I don't really remember, but I, I remember, like, she killed him basically just because she, like, she basically heard that, like, he was calling her, like, a bitch and a prude and all of this because of, like, the way she was acting, and so she basically killed him because of that. And, um, and then they find out that she was a portal. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I um, hate that ending so much. Yeah. It's really it's yeah. so transphobic. Yeah. The Vavitch ends with um Black Philip kind of influencing the family to sort of turn on each other. Like the little boy in the family gets like seduced by the witch and then he dies kind of in an exorcism ish way. Yeah. And then the father blames his daughter, so he locks them in the, the goat pen, I think, with Black Philip. Yeah. And then I think the kids die. I don't remember how, but they, like... We never see them again, so yeah. I'm assuming they're dead, and but... And the mother... The, the daughter breaks out, and the mother tries to kill her, and uh, the daughter kills the mother, and then she comes to Black Philip, or Black Philip comes to her. Kind of a... They both meet halfway, and he's like, do you want to live deliciously? Are you tired of being... Uh, Black Philip kills the dad before that. Yes, Black Philip kills the dad. As a goat. As a goat. And then he comes back kind of in human form. It's all from her. Like, we're all just looking at her face, looking at Black Philip, so we don't really know what he looks like. Um, but he's, he has this very seductive voice, and he's like, do you want to live deliciously? Do you, are you tired of living by rules? Are you tired of it's all these things? It's very ASMR. I can show you, I can show you the world. Satanic flying with witches. And then she says, yeah. <laughs> And she signs his book, and then she flies with the witches! She takes all of her clothes off, goes into the woods, And becomes a servant of Black Philip, yeah. Yeah. Alright. Very interesting. Mm -hmm. Hmm. So, I I don't want to, like, immediately just be, like, knock someone out, but I applaud Angela for coming this far. But if I think, like, if I'm in a fight against like a teenage girl, a goat, and a moose. <laughs> I, I, I don't think I'm gonna win any of them, but I feel like I could come, the closest I would come would probably be the teenage girl. <laughs> so, the other two are interesting because I feel like the thing with like both of them, I feel like they have a high physical defense, but they have like a low special defense, if that makes sense. To whereas gods, I feel like in mythology, they're always, like, tricked by, like, oh, I baked you a pie, but it was secretly made out of the evil apples that now banish <laughs> you from the realm. Mm-hmm. That's what you get. <laughs> I will say, Jotun kind of got that one, where mm-hmm. secret is just yelling. Yeah. <laughs> Which, relatable, I don't like being yelled at either. <laughs> <laughs> Whereas Black Phillip, there's no real weakness, you see. Mm-hmm. It's, so it's also interesting. So between Black Phillip and Jotun, I feel like Jotun's higher, like, off, like, I guess, 
defensively and offensively. But then, I don't know, because I feel like Black Phillip kind of wins in the end. And just that idea of sensation. But then again, like, I don't know if winning would be all that important to Black Phillip in, like, a physical fight. I feel like he would just keep going. And I, I feel like he has less at stake. If that makes sense. Hmm. Alright. So have you decided? Are you declaring a winner? I think in the end it goes down to who... So would I win against a goat or a moose? And in the end... I feel like I would lose against a moose more than a goat. I hate this. I have to respect the rule. I have to respect the rule, but I hate this fucking conclusion so much. Because it's a movie I have not seen. Well, it's a movie I haven't seen either. Good for you. (laughs) Oh my god. I have to admit, I'm a little bit influenced by pop culture, like, depictions of Satan. Mm-hmm. Call fate with the rules. <laughs> <laughs> no, not really. I respect the rules. Damn. But I feel like it's a close. I feel like anyone. It's a cl- definitely a close match, and I feel like if you really believe in your heart that Black Phillip won or if you open one, then that's I believe thing. Angela won. <laughs> <laughs> She'd just be like, I don't want anything to do with either of you. No gods, no masters, and then fuck off forever. And then just keep killing people who piss her off. That's cool, but according to the board, Yotin won. I know! <laughs> and if I'm I just deal gonna deal with that s- fact, everyone's got to fucking deal with that <laughs> fact. I'm just gonna say <laughs> this goes... I'm a bitter bitch! I, I dedicate this victory to my mom. I love you. Thank you for listening to our show. You're wonderful. Um, I love you, Kyla's mom. <laughs> In my heart, I'm not gonna lie though. In my heart, I'll always root for Black Phillip because I freaking love that movie. Oh yeah. But I think Jotun is a worthy champion because yeah, yeah, like that yeah. was the thing we loved so much about the movie. She is so memorable. Uh, thank you, Ethan, for being yeah. our judge. Yeah. Damn. Even though you haven't seen any of these, <laughs> and I now I want you to watch for sure The Witch, um, yeah. Sleepaway Camp. I don't think you'd be that into. I don't know. It's and really funny. Some parts are. Yeah. It's just a little bit dated. It's a pedophile no, it's very, in the first ten minutes. Very dated. And um, I think you would enjoy the ritual because it's a monster design. Don't but... watch Saw. Ethan's already seen. He's seen half of Saw two and he saw Saw three. Oh, <laughs> At least like you saw weird, the better ones. That's a weird order, I think. Yeah. At least you saw the better ones. But yeah. So that concludes our monster madness all right with our champ with our third runner-up angela from sleepaway camp our number two spot black philip from the vavitch and number one our champion of the monster madness netflix and kill event of the halloween season fucking yotin (laughs) yeah yotin the moose with the most a room with a moose with a moose (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh my god. That, that might have influenced my decision. It's tied to <laughs> Bringing it back. Uh, oh, thank you so much I for everyone who tuned it. in. Yeah. Thank you, especially to those who have been with us for this whole 
year well no thank you for old listeners and new listeners but but thank you for those who like listened and stuck with us we really appreciate you um we hope you enjoyed this and that it was fun let us know who you think would win do you Mm -hmm. think that jigsaw would have made it to the end hashtag team angela (laughs) do Um, you think the walrus from tusk (laughs) would have beat the shit out of yoten no nobody thinks that (laughs) kevin smith does no, he doesn't. You know he does. No, he doesn't. No, he does. You know he wearing his backwards baseball cap and his jersey going, I think the walrus should have won. <laughs> I feel like he's self-deprecating feel, enough that he actually wouldn't, but I don't I know. I feel like Kevin Smith would just smoke a joint and be like, oh, hey, that shit's cool. Why did I think of a goddamn walrus? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, but uh, we'll put up a poll on Twitter mm-hmm. soon of these final three and see who you tell us who you think would win. Was it a fucking moose? It should have been a fucking moose. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, we leave off. Thank you so much, and may your nightmares be plentiful. Studio. Pretty, witty, and gay. Hi, this is Haley Rose. And this is Lily Blue. And we are the, the Good, Good Boys, Boys Girls. Girls. Hi, I love you. Hi, I love you. Hey, do you like to listen to the McElroy Brothers? You bet I do. Do you like to listen to the McElroy Brothers? Not only do I like to listen to them, but I like to watch them as well. <gasps> so do I. And if you're a fan of the McElroy family of products, well then, boy howdy, do we have the podcast for you. What's it called? It's called The Good Boys Girls. The Good Boys Girls. The Good Boys Girls. The Good Boys Girls. That's us. We're the Good Boys Girls. We're making this podcast where we two girlfriends talk about the McElroy brothers and their wonderful wives and families and everything and their content and it's really great and we gush and we critically analyze it's come on come on dad you know you want to come it's really fun and meanwhile we're very cute and adorable and we have a good time together we certainly do we certainly do where can we find this podcast? Oh, you know what? I think it might just be on LunarLightStudio.com every other Friday. Every other Friday? Every other Friday. Wow. See you there! Mm-hmm.